We are following a developing story on Gap in the after hour session. That stock is down about 6% on news that CEO Art Peck is stepping down. Courtney Reagan's at the NYSC with the details. Hey, Court. Hi, Melissa. This was a bit of, the, of a surprise to the market. At least we didn't get any indication that this was going to happen. CEO Art Peck is stepping down from Gap Bank, which means he will not be leading sort of the Remain Co. company with Gap, Banana Republic, and Athleta once the old Navy division does spin out, which is expected to happen by 2020. We do have big news on Microsoft today announcing that co-founder Bill Gates is going to be stepping down from the company's board of directors um, to focus more really on his uh, philanthropic pursuits. We know he is passionate about areas um, like global health, education, climate change. Bell, the big story is the executive shuffle at Disney. CEO Bob Iger stepping down immediately. He will be now the executive chairman at the company. Shares of Salesforce, they're under some pressure this morning. Let's tell you what happened here. Uh, this after the company announcing that its co-CEO, Keith Block, is stepping down. Uh, as a result, Mark Benioff will now be the sole CEO. Block was seen as a potential successor to Benioff. I would say he was seen as the only successor to Benioff. Now, a big change in corporate America. Nike CEO Mark Parker is stepping down effective January 2020 when he will become executive chairman. CEOs left their post at a record pace last month. A new report from executive outplacement firm Challenger Gray and Christmas says that 172 chief executives moved on during the month of October. Joining us right now to talk about whether this is part of a larger trend is Maggie Wilderoff. There's a Texas company based out of Murchison, and they're basically manufacturing doomsday shelters. And a lot of the orders that they're coming in with are from Silicon Valley CEOs and executives, and they're shipping them not to Silicon Valley, but to New Zealand. I mean, they're little tiny towns where these people are flying into. They're just inundated with, like, airstrips being filled with private jets now. People are not ready to stop the celebrations. People are showing up wearing their best. For some, their brightest, really showing off that pride. <laughs> Rainbow flags and umbrellas swayed and music pounded. City lights dance. The Great American Block Party is on. Party. Money. Party is uniting the nation in a set of shared fantasies and desires. Yeah. Thrill. Sex. Fortune. Power. Are we dreaming? Party over. The think to change times and laws. We've all been lied to. I used to dream I stay awake now. This might be the awakening. Why is everyone afraid? Why is this night different from all others? The death angel has been sent forth. Beware! Stay awake now. In these the last days, Passover. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth. Woe. Who can find peace of mind? In searching for my peace of mind. I used to dream I stay awake now. Might be the awakening. The virus pandemic has now made its way all the way to Buckingham Palace, feeling the effects there because the Queen and Prince Philip 
fled their London home. Where has the monarch fled to? Why is everyone afraid? The United States Army is, of course, known for going out on the front lines during high-risk missions and is on the ground during war. But now some are fighting what the president dubs the invisible army. I used to dream I stay away. It is a big idea, a new world order. You never want a serious crisis to go to waste. And what I mean by that, it's an opportunity to do things that you think you could not do before. Why is this night different from all others? Because this night the Lord our God will deliver us from the bondage of Egypt. Shelter in place. Healed us through this night of terror, King of the universe. I used to dream I stay awake. No. Bunker properties with high-tech amenities, 21st century fallout shelters to carry them through catastrophe. And they made ready the Passover. When the hour was come, he sat down, and the twelve apostles with him. And he said unto them, With a desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say unto you, I will not any more eat thereof, until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. As the pandemic sweeps across the world, a shortfall in treatment has sparked a global race to find a vaccine. Visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children. But woe unto them that decree unrighteous decrees. Till the time and times and the dividing of time. The whole world lieth in wickedness. Literally in the hands of the wicked one. Be careful. Be very, very careful. What you sow, you will reap. This applies not only to the individual, but nationally. Party over. Passover. <laughs> with everyone staying inside, many of our favorite celebrities are still bringing us some entertainment by live streaming from their homes. The stars are staying at home and giving fans a peek inside their housebound lives. Gal Gadot and more stars team up for a star-studded Imagine cover. Wonder Woman is spreading positivity in the wake of the coronavirus pandemic, and she's recruiting her celebrity friends. She starts by addressing the camera and delivering this heartfelt message. Hey guys, day six in uh, self-quarantine. And I gotta say that um, these past few days uh, got me feeling a bit philosophical. Um, you know, this virus had affected the entire world, everyone doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, we're all in this together. Gal was inspired by a man in Italy playing John Lennon's Imagine on his balcony. So she asked her friends to send her their renditions. The secret occult brotherhoods, the Illuminati, the shadow government, and the New World Order globalists are calling for all hands on deck in an effort to seize this moment of fear and death. They want to harness the panic and chaos, guide it, and ultimately transform it into global mandatory policy, 
So of course, they have to roll out their Hollywood puppet spellcasters, who in turn broadcast their intentions into the collective consciousness of the masses who are under a fear-induced hypnotic state. Imagine there's no heaven It's easy if you try No hell below us Above us only sky Imagine all the people Living for today yeah. Imagine there is no countries yeah. It isn't hard to do Nothing to kill or die for And no religion too And the world will be as one A one world government New world order anthem A new world order The spirit of Nimrod The spirit of Antichrist is openly flaunted in the lyrics of John Lennon's Imagine. Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? This quarantine lockdown has turned millions of homes into battlegrounds for the soul where spiritual warfare rages. We know idle time is the devil's playground. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee, that thy faith fail not. Obviously, all anybody is talking about is the coronavirus, and as we know, it's, uh, it's important to stay home if you're feeling sick. Some people are home, some people are, uh, might even be quarantined. If you're stuck at home, I thought I could offer some ways to pass the time. Of course, there's TV, um, lots of good things to watch on, on television. Self-isolation has people streaming movies and TV shows in droves, but what to watch? Well, Netflix is now the go-to binge-worthy spot for those of us stuck at home. And unless you've been quarantined under a rock, you've definitely heard of Joe Exotic, a.k.a. the Tiger King. Now, with the hit Captivating America, Tiger King was the number one tweeted show in the U.S. this weekend. Netflix's latest popular docuseries focuses on the fascinating story of Joe Exotic, a mulleted, gun-toting polygamist country western singer who happens to own hundreds of wild cats and animals at his Oklahoma roadside zoo. The Netflix true crime series Tiger King Murder, Mayhem and Madness covers the unusual life of Joe Exotic, former owner of a controversial zoo in Oklahoma. In addition to Joe's legal woes, he's also known for marrying five men and dabbling in polygamy. He reportedly gravitated toward very young and very rough men who claimed to be heterosexual. John's a muscled up bully kind of guy. Doesn't come off to me as being gay, but uh, you know, he lives with Joe. And the mainstream news is working in concert with the satanic entertainment industry in an effort to transform the devil's playground time. into a giant carnival of carnal lust a massive amusement park for depraved imaginations. Well, another huge impact the coronavirus is having, of course, is on the entertainment community, including comedians and actors and uh, people who work at restaurants and people who are performers. And uh, joining us now via Skype is Miss Puddin, who is putting on a digital drag show on Twitch in order to uh, keep, I guess, that community active and still able to uh, interact with people. Do you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Hi, everybody. I hope you're having a good day. Is that accurate to say that you're going to do a, a digital drag show on Twitch? 
Yes, this is the first time it's ever been done. We have talent all over the US, Canada, and the UK. Basically, I put out a call and I got responses from RuPaul's Drag Race, as well as the Late Brothers Dragula, which I won season two, now streaming on Netflix. So if you're bored, watch that at home. As well as the Late Brothers Dragula, which I won season two, now streaming on Netflix. So if you're bored, watch that at home. In the midst of this quarantine, many people are coming into direct contact with demonic forces, forces speaking through the glowing screen, which casts its luminous light into the eyes of the masses. Hollywood. America is being sifted by Satan, the tempter, the deceiver, the accuser. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth. And right outside the door stands God's holy death angel, Beware. ready to execute judgment. This is one way to stay busy while self-quarantining. Recreating one of Billy Porter's famous fashion looks. Five-year-old Aria from New York City rocked it. It really helped us because we're trying to find ways to keep Aria busy and, you know, and she loves to dress up. Billy Porter is ready to bibbidi-bobbidi-boo his way to Sony's new Cinderella movie. Porter, who recently earned an Emmy for Outstanding Lead Actor for his role on the FX series Pose, is in talks to join the new Sony film, and sources say that Porter will likely be playing the movie musical's resident fairy godmother. How profound it is that I am playing the fairy godmother. They call it the Fab G. Magic has no gender. The Billy Porter Fashion Challenge. It's bringing families together in these the last days come from amongst the heathen this is a very special passover this night will be a very significant night and because of that they want your mind fully enveloped and saturated in sin throughout this passover passover since the corona virus outbreak not only have more and more people become infected with this virus but more and more people are watching porn. All doing our due diligence and practicing social distancing. But that isolation could put people struggling with addiction at risk for relapse. Americans are drinking their way through the coronavirus pandemic, as in alcohol. According to Nielsen, sales of booze jumped 55%. The statistics are alarming. And in fact, those who are in the pornography industry, they know that more people are watching porn now than there ever have been. We're not only dealing with COVID-19, but also a devastating overdose crisis. Trapped with their abusers, local advocates say they are seeing an increase in calls to domestic violence hotlines since people began self-isolating. You can look up the article that was in Depression and Sadness. The New York Times is also on CNN News. In Italy, stress and anxiety. Pornhub, the largest, one of the largest pornography providers on the internet. More people are losing hope. Offered free subscriptions to anyone who lives in the country of Italy. The coronavirus not only damaging physical health, but mental health as well. Missy Leiter, the Tennessee Suicide Prevention Network, fears as the spread of COVID-19 grows, so will the number of suicides. Right now, the center takes 20 calls a day centered around suicide prevention and COVID-19 concerns. Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. I don't sleep well contained in these four walls. So many things to remember.
those from my past know where to find me. Do what thou wilt is the mantra of the heathen. Make sure you're covered in the blood of the Lamb. They cannot intrude here. And the devil, taking him up into an high mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, All this power will I give thee and the glory of them. For that is delivered unto me, and to whomever I will give it. If thou therefore wilt worship me, all shall be thine. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan. For it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Because mankind refuses to follow after Christ's example and rebuke Satan, these spirits are allowed to fester from one generation to the next. And with each successive generation, the spiritual bondage grows. This satanic ritual was conducted on the steps of the Washington State Capitol on March 6, 2020, two weeks before the COVID-19 lockdown. America is being sifted by Satan, the accuser. Not only are everyday Americans now openly and publicly declaring their rebellion and pledging their allegiance to Satan, but the elite are emboldened due to their success in convincing the general public to reject God and accept their inverted Luciferian doctrine. Until the time and times and the dividing of time. The whole world lieth in wickedness. Now the most base of men will decide how millions live and die. This is God's judgment. The earth is given into the hands of the wicked. Literally, in the hands of the wicked one. Is the novel coronavirus a biological weapon? I don't mean to peddle any conspiracy theories here, but I do think we need to take a look at what everybody is saying. And there are some Iranian officials claiming that it is a biological weapon. We've got some Russian officials claiming that it is as well, and they're pointing the finger at the United States. Israel, some Israeli officials are also saying, yeah, it might be a biological weapon. They're claiming it was China that unleashed it. China hasn't really said anything, and the United States is saying, no, that is a hoax. Nearly 2,400 years ago in ancient Greece, Plato discussed the importance of population control. Aristotle advocated the use of abortion and infanticide. In 1798, an essay on the principle of population was written by Thomas Malthus. He outlined the idea of positive checks, which are diseases, wars, disasters, famines, and genocides. Malthus believed that these things should be utilized to increase the death rate and believed that human misery was an absolute necessary consequence. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. In 1859, Charles Darwin published The Origin of Species. In it, Darwin only hinted at the implications of human populations, but his cousin, Sir Francis Galton, became obsessed with the idea. In 1883, Galton published Inquiries into Human Faculty and its Development, wherein he wrote, 
that his intention is to touch on various topics more or less connected with that of the cultivation of race, or, as we might call it, with eugenic. The term comes from the Greek word eugenis, of noble birth. In the early 20th century, eugenics became an academic discipline in universities. Organizations were formed and funded to win public support. The Kaiser Wilhelm Institute began selling the idea of cultivating a new master race of noble bloodlines. Planned Parenthood was formed in America by racial eugenics advocate Margaret Sanger. President of IBM, Thomas J. Watson, established a special subsidiary in Poland called Watson Business Machines to assist in the Nazi invasion of Poland. This business continued throughout the war, and IBM managed the entire operation from their headquarters in New York. During the Nuremberg trials, the Nazis quoted U.S. Supreme Court Justice Oliver Wendell Holmes in their own defense. They claimed that their eugenics program was being run from the United States. The Nazis were rightly admonished for war crimes, but not Thomas Watson. He went on to create the IBM World Trade Corporation and passed IBM on to his son. His granddaughter ended up marrying Margaret Sanger's grandson. Bill Gates's father worked on the board for Planned Parenthood, and his mother worked on the corporate board for IBM, who Bill partnered with to create Microsoft. With no medical background, Bill Gates then went on to become the world's foremost pusher of vaccines and population control. Do you think this is all coincidence? Now, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation funds the WHO, the NIH, the CDC, and the UN. And now he is saying that until we get mass vaccinations, we might never be able to gather in groups. And which activities like mass gatherings uh, may be, in a certain sense, more optional. And so until you're widely vaccinated, those may not uh, come back uh, at all. The president's coronavirus response team are all pushing the Bill Gates vaccination agenda. Dr. Fauci is on the leadership council for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. In January of 2017, Anthony Fauci told a crowd at Georgetown University that there would be a surprise outbreak during the Trump presidency. There is no question that there will be a challenge to the coming administration in the arena of infectious diseases, both chronic infectious diseases in the sense of already ongoing disease, and we have certainly a large burden of that, but also there will be a surprise outbreak. Deborah Burks is a board member for the Global Fund to Fight AIDS, Tuberculosis, and Malaria, which was founded by the Gates Foundation and known for millions of dollars of fraudulent misuse of funds. In October of 2019, Bill Gates sponsored Event 201, a simulation that estimated 65 million people killed by coronavirus. In November of 2019, the Peerbright Institute, funded by Bill Gates, was granted European patent number EP317-2319B1 for a coronavirus vaccine that may be used to treat humans. 
Today, Dr. Fauci says the virus will keep coming back. And he says the ultimate game changer will be a new vaccine. In Australia, the prime minister is telling people the shutdown will last months, that it's the new normal, and that the only way out of your homes is to accept the vaccine. There is no proof that vaccines are the answer. In fact, the CDC admitted in federal court that it does not have studies to support the claim that vaccines do not cause autism. A top UN scientist admitted that vaccines are killing people. It is time to do some hard thinking. Will you allow your government to impose forced vaccinations? In February 2020, it was announced that Moderna, an American biotechnology concern, has started working on an experimental vaccine. Moderna is sponsored by the Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness Innovations, a worldwide alliance that finances and coordinates the development of vaccines. In order to make the corona vaccine as fast as possible, Moderna is now collaborating with Innovio Pharmaceuticals, Wistar, VGXI, a subsidiary of Gene One Life Science, and Twist Bioscience. What do all of these companies have in common? They are all financed by Bill Gates. Let's hand it to them. It's a brilliant concept. There's a problem, you come up with a solution. The problem is a virus, you come up with a vaccine. The greater the problem, the greater your profit. And why not exaggerate the problem a bit? Use your connections at the WHO and the UN to spread a highly overrated message of fear into the world via the mainstream media where you have lucrative connections as well. Even though we know the mainstream media and news outlets are all parroting the official story handed down to them by their controllers, every once in a while some real journalism slips through the cracks. A Minnesota state senator says officials are asking doctors to fill out death certificates with diagnosis of COVID-19, whether the person died of it or not. Valley News Team's Callie Hubbard talked to the lawmaker today who says fear may be coming into play. 
Minnesota Senator and Dr. Scott Jensen says he received a seven-page document from the Minnesota Department of Health on how doctors should go about filling out a cause of death certificate. The letter from the Minnesota Department of Health gives advice to physicians, physician assistants, and others who certify deaths. The doctor says the letter takes you to a CDC website that has recommendations on how to include COVID-19 as a diagnosis for someone who was never tested for COVID-19. Yeah, I have a nursing home patient who's frail and 88 years old and comes down with a cough and, and a fever and after three days ends up um, passing away from pneumonia. I'm not going to put influenza on that death certificate. So I doubt that I would be inclined to put COVID-19. Dr. Jensen says each state's reported death numbers are making a lot of people fearful, adding that getting the number right is critical, especially during a pandemic. I worry that sometimes we're so darn interested in just jazzing up the fear factor that sometimes people's ability to think for themselves is paralyzed if they're frightened enough. One of the scenarios listed under the CDC guidance for certifying deaths due to coronavirus says, although no testing was done, the coroner determined that the likely underlying cause of death was COVID-19 given the patient's symptoms and exposure to an infected individual. He says the public isn't stupid and if you start messing with numbers, you're going to wish you didn't. In the FM area, Callie Hubbard, Valley. In 2019, Netflix broadcasts a series about the creation of a universal vaccine. Pandemic, how to prevent an outbreak. Who financed the series? Bill Gates. Who played a role star? Bill Gates. Also in 2019, in October, Event 201 took place in New York. Guess what was simulated at the event? The outbreak of a coronavirus. Believe it or not, just before the actual outbreak, a few weeks later. Who financed Event 201? Bill Gates. And it gets even crazier. Event 201 was not the first corona exercise. On September 18, at Tianhe Airport in Wuhan, there was an exercise around the alleged infection of a passenger with the coronavirus. To practice! For what? For something they knew darn well was going to happen? Bill's father, William Henry Gates, was an attorney. He sat on the board of Planned Parenthood. His mother, Mary Maxwell, was a successful businesswoman. Her family tree turned out to be important. Her grandfather, James Maxwell, was a wealthy banker. Not exactly an average American working-class family, I'd say. Now watch this. Bill Gates' ninth great-grandfather, in other words, 12 generations back in time, was Stephen Gifford. This gentleman had two children, Hannah and Samuel Gifford. Hannah's family line leads us 10 generations down the line to Bill Gates, while Samuel Gifford's family line takes us seven generations into the future to none other than Nelson Rockefeller, the 41st Vice President of the US. They belong to the same family. The Rockefellers, whose tentacles of power reach deep in every medical branch, from universities to the FDA, and our Microsoft Bill Gates, all come from the same nest. And not only that, 
when you go all the way back to the 20th great-grandfather of Bill Gates, which is 23 generations back in time, once again on his mother's side, we end up in the 13th century with John Lestrange V. There we see the fork in his family tree that leads us 21 generations into the future to none other than the Queen of Great Britain. She knighted her distant descendant in 2005 for his contribution to the world of business and charity. Now many people will say, sure, if you go back in history that far, we're probably all related to each other and to the Queen of England. But I can assure you that is not the case. I invite you to study genealogy. My family tree can be traced all the way back to the 17th century and there's not a drop of royal blood, nor am I related to Bill Gates. Jeffrey Epstein may be dead, but this story isn't. A shocking new report from the New York Times sheds light on the connection between Microsoft founder Bill Gates and the late Jeffrey Epstein. After Gates' name came up in connection with Epstein and MIT Media Lab, Gates gave a statement to the Wall Street Journal where he insisted he did not have any business relationship or friendship with Epstein. But new reporting from the New York Times outlines numerous meetings between Gates and Epstein and a conversation with Bill and Melinda Gates's foundation, a connection between their foundation and J.P. Morgan to set up a charitable fund that would financially benefit Epstein. You know what I want to know? Why? Convenient how this whole story disappeared when this coronavirus was unleashed. The witchcraft of the heathen and to get ready for martial law, and to get ready for concentration camps. Why did the heathen raid? Where is everybody? They're not here, they've all gone. Oh, please tell me where they've gone. Please tell me. I believe the Most High has again sent forth the death angel to execute his judgment. Why do the heathen rage, and the people imagine a vain thing? Depopulation program. The pandemic. Angels And what you saw. Angels can't save you will reap. Angels Why do the heathen rage? Angels can't save Across Davis. the whole world. In the last days. Why did the heathen rage? When his judgment fell upon Sodom and Gomorrah. Nation, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in these last days. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. As for me and my house, I'm not bothering about what men may say. You see, I know where God is. I'm living in the actual conscious presence of God in the earth plane. Dear Gracious Heavenly Father, we come to you humbly. We pray for all our viewers who have graciously poured out their prayers and support for us. We ask for your protection over them, and for all your children, Father. For we know, Father, that you have not given us the spirit of fear, 
but of power and of love and a sound mind. Thank you for being so merciful. We ask that you please open the eyes to those who are still asleep. We love you, Father. Please forgive us for our sins and the sins of our nation. In Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. From 2019 into 2020, the world has seen unprecedented events that seem to coincide with end-time prophecy. There has been a significant increase in earthquakes, massive swarms of locusts causing famine, massive floods, pools and rivers in the desert, water turning blood red around the world, violent protests and uprisings, and now a plague of biblical proportions. Throughout history, there have been countless seers, sages, and mystics claiming they can foresee the future. Many wrote of the destruction of kingdoms and the fall of great empires. Nostradamus dedicated his life to predicting world-changing cataclysmic events. The Mayans carved calendars which foretold of the end of an age but the Bible is unmatched when it comes to prophecy and its fulfillment. The Holy Scriptures have been 100% accurate. The Holy Scriptures make numerous predictions and prophecies concerning future events. Events leading up to the end of this current world we live in, which is ruled by Satan, and prophecies about the world to come, which will be ruled by the Most High, our Heavenly Father, and His only begotten Son. Satan and his fallen brethren have not only influenced, but have possessed the leadership of many secret societies and occult brotherhoods, A new world order. motivating them to conspire in an effort to try to break the prophetic timeline by changing laws, seasons, dates, and times. And he shall speak great words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and think to change times and laws. They shall be given into his hand, until the time and times, and the dividing of time. Through this mischief and crafty counsel, the world has been deceived. 2020, 2020. But there is a hidden place, a time capsule, easily overlooked by the modern world with their illusions of progress, too distracted to look back and consider the old ways. There lies an ancient and mysterious place which has preserved a remnant of people who have kept the ancient celestial solar lunar time clock which recorded the birth of our King, the Messiah. This place is called Ethiopia. Moving on, the Ethiopian ambassador to Kenya was among the leaders who attended the celebration to mark Ethiopia's new year on Sunday. They have now ushered in 2012. And Ethiopians yesterday 
ushered in the new year with bright and colorful decorations in the capital, Addis Ababa. The Nationals entered the year 2012, according to the Ethiopian Orthodox calendar, which is nearly seven years behind the Gregorian calendar commonly used worldwide. Ethiopians around the globe are celebrating a new year, also known as Unkatatash. September 11th marks a new Ethiopian year. September 11th marks a new Ethiopian year. The um, beauty of it is we get to share it with the world. The country uses an ancient calendar, which is about seven years behind the calendar more commonly used worldwide. Ethiopia is a largely orthodox Christian and follows the Coptic calendar. This is a country of 3,000 years of history, and so we have to maintain that glorious history. I do not see why we should adapt other calendars. Ethiopia is the only country to use its own calendar from the rest of the world. Every year on September 11, Ethiopians in the country and the diaspora welcome their new year. Every year on September 11, September 11, September 11, September 11. Michael Heiser, date of Christ, birth in Revelation 12. Um, had it been anybody but Michael Heiser, who I highly regard and who's written uh, an excellent book, which is uh, Reversing Herman, which has a whole chapter devoted to this stuff. And uh, he's also the author of Unseen Realm, both of which I highly recommend. Uh, this guy is a, is a Jesus-loving, um, orthodox, conservative, Bible scholar. The, the guy's got a PhD in ancient Near Eastern languages and cultures and stuff, and he's a Hebrew scholar. Uh, he's a real deal, full-blown scholar. And um, when he says, hey, I think Jesus was born on September 11th, 3 BC, and, and here's why. Um, then it's worth listening to because this guy is not an idiot he's not crazy coming from anybody else i would have said this is idiocy but but coming from heiser i think this is uh this is worth listening to um so where does he get this uh well first would be from scripture um talking about uh, revelation 12 the uh the, the woman who's giving birth to the child with the sun clothed with the sun the moon at her feet and a crouching dragon as she gives birth to the child who tries to devour the child etc etc so anyway this comes from Revelation 12, and it also comes from uh, two other things. This book right here, uh, Ernest L. Martin's The Story That Astonished the World. This is from 1991, a full 10 years before 2001. And this guy basically said, before 9-11, he said, basically, look, you can take computer modeling, and uh, you can know that Jesus was born on September 11th, BC within about an 80-minute time window and that's uh, that's that's pretty fascinating um, Michael Heiser picked up on this later because th this guy died in about uh, I think 1999 or something like that but anyway Heiser picked up on this and he got hooked up with an astronomer somebody who actually looks through telescopes for a living and the astronomer helped him working through the details of this stuff and confirmed, yeah, yeah, this, this guy Martin has actually got it right, you know, from an astronomical perspective. Yeah, he's right. This is scientifically accurate information. So anyway, uh, the basic idea is this. You've got the constellation Virgo. When you have the sun entering the midsection of Virgo and the moon at Virgo's feet, this is something that is a pretty uh, unusual um, uh, conjoinment, I guess you could call it, um, or confluence of these different um, um, bodies and signs and constellations and so on. And 
this this only really takes place anywhere even remotely close to the time of Christ on um, say September 11th, 3 BC, within about an 80 minute time window. You also have backing this up. You have uh, the fact that that date is also the uh, the Feast of Trumpets, uh, Tishri one, the Jewish New Year, the traditional coronation date of kings in ancient Israel, which is a very fitting date for the uh, birth of the Messiah, the King of the Jews. Um, there are a lot of things that line up. The Ethiopian calendar is a unique form of Coptic calendar. In Ethiopia celebrated its bimillennial or 2000 years from the Annunciation of Christ. The Ethiopian and Gregorian calendar both used the birth of Jesus Christ as the starting point for their calculations. But the ancient Ethiopian calendar marks September 11th as the date of Jesus Christ's birth. September 11th. We believe this is the real reason why the Illuminists brought down the Twin Towers on 9-11. It was a ritual used to desecrate the true birthday of Christ. In all actuality, we are living in 2012, which marks the beginning of judgment. 2012 not only lines up with the biblical 400-year prophecy concerning the Israelites' final captivity, but it also lines up with the Mayan calendar, which predicted the end of an age. The Hollywood spellcasters are working with the elite to keep the general public in the dark concerning the true biblical seasons and times. They created all this hype around the year 2012 in the Mayan calendar, knowing Pope Gregory XIII changed the calendar in 1582, just as the Bible prophesied he would. And he shall speak great words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and think to change times and laws. And they shall be given into his hand until a time and times and the dividing of time. The Gregorian calendar went out with the Spanish and with the Catholic bishops. And they conquered lands and then told people what day it was. Most civilizations already had their own calendars. And then these guys come along and say, ah, ah, no. This is the day. It didn't go down very easy. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. Beware. They had to kill millions and millions of people to get them to follow this Gregorian calendar. Where is everybody? And I hear they've all gone. Oh, please tell me where they've gone. Please tell me. Molly, I don't know. And it turns out that this is a very, very insidious tool. Depopulation program. You probably never thought that a calendar could be so evil. And to get ready for martial law and to get ready for concentration camps. That's why it's not year of our Lord They tried to make it so that only the initiated would know the true time and be able to read the signs of the times.
verse 2 says that angels find their delight in praising God. We will discover that there's a lot to learn about worship from angels. Full-time worshipers. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believed on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. At 94 years young, Nikki Winborn still runs a ministry out of her home in Houston, Texas, which documents her travels around the world, from war zones like Panama during the U.S. invasion to China, where she smuggled Bibles in her suitcase. To help people, uh, there's, uh, there is truly a supernatural, of course. Unfortunately, there is one of darkness and one of light. Lucifer and his fallen brothers had been waging war against God, his angels, and his children for thousands of years, but we're still here. for nearly 75 years. She says it's normal for Christians to receive gifts of the Holy Spirit that line up with the scriptures, like miracles, healings, and prophecies. I have seen him do incredible miracles. And you know, some of them are kind of breathtaking, really. Um, people get out of wheelchairs and walk. We had a lot of uh, limbs lengthened arms, legs lengthened. All the pharaohs and their armies have gone to ruin, buried under sand and dust. But we still sing, we still praise. Nero and the emperors of Rome have fallen and are no more but we still dance and give glory to our God. 
So when this new world order has crumbled and decayed, God, his angels, and his children will still be here. Thousands of years, we're still here. We have a survival story for you that seems to defy logic. Jerika Duncan reports an eight-month-old infant was thrown from a car after a terrible crash. Baby Bryce Hale of Hope, Arkansas, looked to the sky, almost as if she knew who to thank for saving her life. That's why you ought to wake up in the morning with a praise on your lips and a worship on your heart. You ought to wake up saying, God, I thank you that you kept me all night long. I laid there in the very image of death, but you woke me up this morning. You ought to give him praise. Thousands upon thousands were attending him. And myriads upon myriads were standing before him. The court sat and the books were open. First job, as we've already said, is the worship of God. Okay. One of the first jobs that angels do is they praise God. Psalm 148, verse 2. They they praise God. Worship him. Adore him. Adore him all day long. The Lord hath established his throne in the heavens. And his sovereignty rules over all. Bless the Lord, you his angels. So that's worship. Mighty and strength who performs his word. Obey the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all ye his host. You who serve him, doing his will. And I pray that you'd bless your word to their heart, to their soul, to their spirit. And those that'll hear this later, those that already heard this tonight of the internet. I pray that you'd speak to their heart, to their soul. Even so, Lord Jesus, whatever comes, by the grace of God, Lord, I give my life to Thee, I live because of Thee, my heart beats because of Thee. You're the reason I'm here. In Thy blessed, sweet, righteous name I pray, and amen.